also, you have champagne taste at Taco Bell. Every time I pick up the label, I'm like, oh, that's going to have to move another, you know, half a millimeter to the left. <laughs> does that, does that happen and we don't know it? Oh, absolutely. Says a lot about me. That's why I like to party. Thanks, Mom. I, I feel like I'm the perfect amount of cool for PBR, which isn't very cool. I order a parking lot taco. Okay. Yeah. And oh, I, my God. I eat you have a name for it. Listen. <laughs> And I eat it before I leave the parking lot. When I eat carrots, I actually eat the outside first because there's the, oh, the okay. core of the carrot. That's not where I thought it was I going. Know, I, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know where it was going. Yeah, where did you think it was gonna go. Chase, is that still accurate? Do you still eat carrots in that fashion? Uh, from the middle. Out. I mean, yeah. Most of my carrots are kind of chopped up in like a salad, though, so I don't. Uh, mm. I don't, you don't, I don't just I don't eat really carrots buy the, by the by the stick. Not, like a, not lately. What's up, Doc? Kind of not, thing. Not lately. Are you not a baby carrot guy? No, they don't taste as good as the larger ones. Yeah. They're also like processed. Um. Yeah. They're. I mean, they're soaked in right chlorine. I guess. Right. But, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, for convenience, I eat baby carrots, but I don't. I don't prefer them. Yeah. I feel like baby carrots get uh, a little bit slimy. Yes. Yeah, a lot of it slimy. I despise carrots. Can't do them. What? Yeah. Did we talk about it on that episode? Do I didn't know this. I don't know. I, do you I, like carrot cake? I do like carrot cake, but I feel like that's largely just driven by, like, sugar and, like, cream. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'm also very weird about wet vegetables. I almost said vegetables. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've had, like, two sips of beer, and all of a sudden I'm slurring my words. Uh, I'm, like, weird with vegetables. Where, like, I really only eat, like... Broccoli, asparagus, and Brussels sprouts. It's like, that's like about it. You know what I've been crushing lately is cauliflower. Mm, Just uh, give cauli- me all of the cauliflower. Cauliflower is okay. Is that really how you say it? Cauliflower? Cauliflower? No, I'm, I think I said it. You said cauliflower, and then you just know. said, is that not how you say it? Cauliflower? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> cauliflower. <laughs> cauliflower is really good in the, uh, uh, the uh, what's that thing called? Air fryer? The air fryer, yeah. Yeah. Taste it with barbecue sauce a couple times throughout it. Dang. I, I haven't, that sounds awesome. I haven't buffalo. cooked buffalo. vegetables. Okay. Gotta be buffalo. I haven't cooked vegetables any other way since owning an air fryer. I like yeah. exclusively cook them in my air fryer. I actually put them a lot on, I, I grill them a lot. Yeah, if I had a grill, I would do that too. Um, I, I do this thing with, with ca- cauliflower where <laughs> I, <laughs> I, ch- I chop up the florets. Florets? Is that right? Yeah, florets. Okay. I tra- <laughs> We're all over the place. This today. is incredible. Well done. We get chased back on a podcast, and all of a sudden, you and I can't control. speak. Right. No words. I chop up the florets, and I'll uh, drizzle olive oil, sea salt, pepper, and then throw them on the grill, uh, you know, in a, in a container, a, a dish, if you will, uh, and then pull them out. And then I add feta cheese. Come on. Mm-hmm. Sound good. I'm a big feta guy, though. I feel that. Uh, Chase, welcome back. How long has it been? How long since you've been on a podcast? It's been a while. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah, I feel like I'm a guest. Well, I thought sucks. I was. I thought I was getting cut out of the intro too, and then you guys <laughs> guys brought me, brought me back at the end there. I had to keep you in there. <laughs> uh, it's about time for a new intro. Yeah, I think we are. Um, I think we're due. I have plenty of clips. We've got to be close to season four at this point. Right? I know, right? <laughs> we've been so consistent. There hasn't been like a natural break yet. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Go us. Uh, <laughs> yay. <laughs> Uh, plus, we, we can no longer mention unspecified taco joint on this mm, place. True. Uh, and it's in the intro. So uh, so this year's batch of the beer that we're going to kind of talk about today, amongst other things, uh, is the newest addition to my top five beers that includes 28 beers. 
Uh, I, heard at, you, I heard you say that to Chase over there before the uh, podcast. I'm like, oh, man, here we go. Yeah, it's so good. It's <laughs> so good. Um, obviously, for those that, that are listening, you've clicked on the title more than likely. You know that we're talking about Bella, which is our latest uh, more mass-produced sour beer, so not coming out of our fooder, um, although this is fooder-aged, right? Yeah, portion of it. Um, and uh, it, so I guess maybe set differently, it's not one of our limited bottle release sours that come out of the sour room exclusively. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the delineation there. Yeah. This got to be hopefully around every every year, and we'll be able to bump the batch. This beer here to, annually, Bella. Yeah, 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 yeah Bella. Um, <laughs> I mean, I posted about it about two hours ago, and people are already losing their shit. So, love that. Yeah. Love that. Um, it is for sure something that. Um, is no secret ties you a little bit to your roots. Uh, you love brewing with raspberry. You've mm-hmm. brewed with it uh, for many years, going back to your days um, previous to Sonder. Um, and we've done a lot with raspberry here as well. But yeah. this one, for me, takes the cake yeah. uh, in terms of, of fruited sours. Yeah. Uh, there's a place for all of them. We all love all of them. But, but this one, um, and the name being named after my daughter, obviously has some specialty to me as well. But... Uh, Man, let's talk a little bit about it for those maybe that haven't had this beer. So what makes this different than, say, Pools from the Fooder that we released recently? So if you're, if you're relatively novice to sour beer, what mm-hmm. makes this one different? Well, on a process side, uh, I'm not going to get into too much detail because it, it's actually coming from three different uh, locations uh, that have aged out uh, at different times. Um, one being the traditional uh, kettle sour. And then obviously I already mentioned the the fooder. Um, then there's a, a third piece of it as well that gives it a nice um, a, a additional acidity kick to it um, that we that we use uh, weekly in our in our brewing process. And that has added this year. Uh, that has an added tartness element that, in my opinion, it it didn't have last year in the same effect. Yeah, I think last year is came out a little bit less acidic as far as uh, a, a total acidity percentage uh, came through. Um, I also felt like the, the raspberries in this are just, a, you know, dealing with an agricultural product. I think the, the acidity of the raspberries kind of showed through a little bit as well, uh, which I, I enjoy tart raspberries, so I think it plays, plays uh, well with this beer. Me too, me too. Um, in my opinion, the acidity is a perfect round out uh, to the sweetness of the raspberry, yeah, which which keeps it from being cloyingly sweet or too sweet, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the acidity, the tartness of the beer itself, really balances it out yeah. uh, beautifully, and the color is ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, beer. it's a very very pretty beer. Um, it's gonna be very easy to market, yeah. and it's you know it's a it's a six point two percent beer as well. So it, which you would never guess. No, it. it's, no, it's it's well hidden. It's it's very. Um, it's it's acidic, so if you can drink a lot of acidic beers, I, I personally can't because I get acid reflux from it. Um, but if you are you know normal to drinking sour beers all night, this is definitely one of the more approachable, drinkable sour beers. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's funny. I uh, I was taking pictures downstairs of it, and Tyler, our one of our newer bartenders, had never had this one yet. Oh, um, so I, I took a low fill to pour for a picture, and I had a little bit left over, obviously. So I poured one for Macy, and then poured one for. Uh, Tyler, and they both loved it. They had both never had it before, really enjoyed it. And Tyler was like, oh, what's the ABV on this? Like four or something like that? I was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And, and in my head, I was like, I, I initially had five because I was thinking of Mel up, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, 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 this one's actually six, too. And he's like, no way. Like, couldn't believe it. Yeah, it, it blows your mind when you think about it from that lens yeah. because it does 
drink pretty light like a like a Goza or a Berliner Weiss might. Um, this might sneak up on people. But it'll people. sneak up on you, yeah. <laughs> Four-pack 16s. I won't be surprised if people are crushing all four of the four-pack. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, it's no doubt you could. and not, oh. Unless you – I mean, even I um, – I don't really do a whole lot of sour beers. I'm kind of a – I definitely never want to be called a beer snob. I will definitely accept being a sour beer snob. I like have I struggle with like very average or even like above average sours. I need them to be like very good for me to enjoy them. That's why I love our fooder program. But this is my favorite sour that we do because I think it's so drinkable. I love the raspberry flavor and yeah. it's just a good level of tart for me. It's not like incredibly puckering. Uh, I don't feel like I'm, like, my mouth dries out every time I take a sip. I don't feel like it's, like, sitting in my stomach with all the acidity. It's just very drinkable. It's a lot of really good raspberry flavor. Um, and I and to Chase's point, I could have four 16-ouncers and not think twice about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, firmly in my top five. Firm, <laughs> firmly in my top five. Firmly in your top, like, 28. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why, you know, I like I like Adela so much, too, because we do target a lower acidity on that mm-hmm. beer. So I, that is a beer that I can, you know, consume for an entire night and not get acid reflux. And that being one of our summer seasonals, I think it's super beneficial that it is drinkable. Yeah. Just so that people do move through six-packs a bit faster. Mm-hmm. They don't drink one and then want to grab something lighter. Yeah. Yeah, I am, uh, for me... I definitely ebb and flow in seasons, right? So I'll drink Voss all year round. Um, just kind of that light style. Yeah. Can drink whenever when I want a beer-flavored beer, right? Yeah. Uh, but in the summer, I tend to really gravitate towards more tart beers. Mm-hmm. Um, Adela, I've been consuming more recently. Uh, but this, for me, right now, like 90 degrees, like this plays right into that, that season for me. Yeah, uh, Perfect timing. To release this, in my opinion, uh, and then as it as it warms up, like I'll go to the Oktoberfest. Oct- I'll probably come out of Bella season and drink a lot of Oktoberfest, and then go straight into like Otto. So yeah, it's funny you bring up seasonality. I feel like the only seasonality that I have is Oktoberfest season, and then like everything my, else, and then like my month long <laughs> stout season that is like a personal thing for me. It's like around December and January. I just, like, have a four-week period where I can't get enough barrel-aged stouts, and then I'm done. I don't want any of them for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, But because I just just drank IPAs and lagers for pretty much the rest of the year, but we're, like, itching towards, like, that period of time where I'm only going to drink Oktoberfest beers for the next, like, two months. Have you started that yet? No, I haven't. I'm waiting for ours to come out. So um, one might say that Oktoberfest season – Begins for me later a, than when most breweries think that it does. Yeah, I actually think yeah. most yeah. most breweries are kind of. Um, there's only a couple out right now. I feel like people are kind of overblowing that a little bit. Some of the macro, perhaps yeah. some of the macro ones are out and a couple craft ones out, but I feel like most of the breweries around town haven't released theirs yet. That's great, or they've teased it that they're releasing it soon. I think. Yeah, ours will be. Is it next week when it was released? Two weeks. Yeah, it's the sixth, I think. And that's something, Chase. Yeah, you, you've you've really kind of driven the bus on that and pushed that. Of, you know, and, and I joke. I, I truly, I don't think it's a ton of um, breweries. I think it's, uh, you know, everybody's trying really hard to be first to market. Yeah, um, yeah. So everybody's beating yeah. each other. I think distributors. Some of the distributors drive a little bit of that. Yeah, I think it's a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to beat everyone else to the punch. Um, but the reality is, and we've seen this in the past, right? Most of our sales of Oktoberfest will happen late August and through September. Yeah. Um, and that's when the festivals are and, and everything else. Yeah, I think our, our drop this year is going to be perfect. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Just because it's not like a, 
that beer isn't like a one drop. People are only going to buy a six pack of it. They're going to drink it all season long. That's right. So I, I'm not worried about it at all. And yeah, hopefully right. we have some for our Oktoberfest. Yeah, we will. We will. Yeah, we, will. we definitely will. Yeah. Which, which we announced. Yeah, which I'm. We really went live with. Uh, what's that, Chase? I'm, I'm just really excited for Oktoberfest for yeah. the festival. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to yeah. be really fun. Uh, it, only if I can get you to wear the hat again and do the do the um, wooden keg tapping with a mallet. We definitely need to do that again. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite kind of Chase Leckler. <laughs> <laughs> the 17 Oktoberfests with a hat hitting a wooden cast. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm trying to get some colleagues in town. I've got one to confirm okay. so far. Nice. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Try to get a few brewers here from the past and hang out. That'll be pretty fun. I love that idea. I love that idea. Uh, For those that don't know what we're talking about, um, in our first annual Oktoberfest, we actually had um, wooden casks that we aged our Oktoberfest in. Um, And then Chase had me yell one, two, three in German, but I certainly did not say it the right way. (laughs) And Chase reminded me of it. It's a tall task. Yeah. Um, Turns out um, Heinz is not one of the numbers when you're counting to three in German. Are you referring to the Pittsburgh-based ketchup company? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I may or may not be. Right. Uh, that was my favorite. Yeah. So, so count to three in German, Chase. Uh, eins, zwei, drei. Eins, right? Eins. Mm. eins. So Chase tells, me, Chase tells me what to yell. I stand up there, and I said, Heinz. And Chase turns around, he looks at me and goes, who the hell's Heinz? <laughs> <laughs> and that joke never died because now, uh, so the very next day, that was the Friday, I believe. Yeah. On Saturday, somebody that was there actually brought me a bottle of Heinz ketchup. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. And that was uh, <laughs> not my proudest moment. <laughs> but, I about but that. here we are. That's a guy committed to a joke. That's, that's right. That's showed, right. Showed up to a festival two days in a row and made sure to go to Kroger in between. Yeah, True <laughs> or false, that is not something you would do. Uh, I would do that. Really? Like, what do you mean? It doesn't feel like you'd be that committed to a joke. Uh, it would have to, I don't know that I would do it in that scenario, if it's funny enough. Uh, in the moment, the Heinz joke is pretty funny, but I think I would have probably just, what Chase does and make fun of you all the time for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, so Chase, what else, what else would you want people to know about this beer in particular? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, uh. The recipe is is the relative of uh, Mella. M- Mella was before yep. Bella, so we that's right. Yeah, we created this recipe based off Mella, so they kind of share you know the same lineage, if you will. Um, and what's fun about that whole thing? So Mella is named after Maya and Ella, your nieces. Yeah, yep. Adela is named after Daniel's daughter, yep. and then Bella is named after my daughter. So it's kind of a fun little. Yeah. Lineage between the names there. One well, always sparks a nice little debate too, which I always enjoy. Like I think people enjoy all of those beers, but it's always nice hearing like, "Oh, I prefer Bella because of this or Mella because of that." It's always interesting to me. Yeah, if anybody, if anybody would like to debate that, come on. Yeah, come on. I'm a I'm a Bella guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, all of them have their place. Yeah, They're, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely for the for the fruit for the fruited sour is definitely Bella because I'm. Obsessed with raspberries. Can't talk right now. So Every, obsessed with raspberries. Apparently, neither can Danny and I. Yeah. So this is the uh, Monday like early wildly entertaining. Yeah. 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 Uh, the uh, the funny joke is anytime we're talking about a fruited beer or adding fruit or a seltzer flavor or anything, 
Chase always just looks up and says, raspberries? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a good chance that there will be more raspberry beers coming at there's some a, point. There's always this shtick in our, like, operations team meeting that we, like, get hooked on a fruit for, like, four-month periods. <laughs> I don't know if that's a shtick or if that's just reality. <laughs> it's probably both. <laughs> we had, like, seven mango beers for a while. Which I would again and not lose any sleep over it oh yeah i'm here for it mango will make a return i'm sure yeah yeah um, we did raspberry for a while i think that's that's because yeah, we had the raspberry seltzer and i think when we did we also brought the um we brought bellow out too yeah uh now we're kind of now we're like tossing around tropical fruits for everything right um which i'm also here for oh i'm so excited about the seltzer coming yeah uh the, also very soon yeah next 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 uh, week or the week after? Two weeks. Week, week after, yeah. I yeah, feel like it's around the same time as Oktoberfest. Yeah. Yeah, we have um, a heater of a couple months. <laughs> we certainly do. Yeah. yeah. We certainly do. I think Friday is the 6th is Oktoberfest, and then the following Tuesday, I think, is the seltzer. That sounds right when I was looking at the schedule, which is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for the seltzer as well. We're also going to be uh, going to draft with Distro with it as well, so it'll be out in the market more and yeah. see how that goes. I think the package change of that will be nice too. Six pack twelves. Yeah. yeah, I think twelve. Yeah, makes more sense. Yeah, I think. Um, so you guys want to do a little uh, lightning round, uh, random question time? Sure. I've been thinking about this for a little bit. Let's do it. So July historically uh, in Cincinnati seems to be the time that most people go on vacation, right? Um, I think we've talked about this in previous episodes, but um, as we gain new listeners every week, it'd be fun to kind of rehash this. Chase, you are knowingly uh, and admittedly a man who likes to travel. Yep. Um, what would be your ideal vacation? My ideal vacation? Yep. You could do whatever you want. Money is no object. What would you do? Limit it to a time. like, like Two weeks. Two weeks. Can't go longer than two weeks. Two-week vacation. Uh, money is not an option. Yep. <laughs> I'll probably jet out of space really quick <laughs> with, with Elon Musk next to me, maybe. That tracks, honestly, because I'm not convinced Elon Musk isn't an alien. Yeah. Well, and, I, I mean, he'd be with me, hopefully, and hanging out. We'd be talking uh, Neuralink and the future of it. I saw, like a, I, I saw like a high thoughts tweet of like, what if billionaires are just aliens that found their way here? I mean, listen, listen, I'm not ruling it out. I'm, I'm just either. saying, especially Elon Musk, right? Yeah. There's no way that guy's actually a human. I've always been of the belief that it's irresponsible to think that we're the only like life forms in this like universe. Yeah, the odds are, are not in our favor that we're the only living species in yeah. the universe. Yeah. Um, so so you, would, just, you would go to, you would go to just, outer space? Just, yeah, outer space. Um, I think... Uh, just for two weeks, though? Yeah, SpaceX. No, no, I, would, I don't want to be in space for a couple of days. Oh, really? No, I, yeah. I just, yeah. You just want to see it. I just want to see it, yeah. It, it, would, be, it would be pretty wild to be able yeah. to see it. Yeah, and then um, probably go to France. Okay. France and go to all the wineries. Have you, and you've never been to France? No, I've not. Because you guys were planning to go and then mm-hmm. COVID, right? COVID, yeah. yeah France we're, is very cool. It's very clean, very cool. Yeah. You've been to, you've, mm-hmm. okay. Would you, go to, would you go to Paris so you could see that, or would you go to like... Um, I figure at some point in my life I'll probably go to Paris. Um, you know, it, for, for me it seems a little bit touristy. I'm not yeah. super into people. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, even like I mean the museums and all that, like that's great. I it'd be fun for about half an hour, and then I'd be like, all right, I'm ready to go see the countryside and you know explore you know more the uh, the wineries and the farm side of it. Um, I feel that. Out. I feel that I, I, I have this, this idea or this 
feeling that I want to see all of those kind of those wonders of the world, right? Like I'd want to see the Eiffel yeah. Tower. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's it would be it'd be silly to go to France and not at least see Paris. Yeah. But I would have no desire to be there for more than a day yeah. or two. I feel. And like. that and that was our plan too, is we were going to fly into Paris, hang out there for like two days with you know my nieces and, and sister and, and brother in law, and then Haley and I would uh, branch off and go to France and go to wineries and hang out. Yeah, I think you could do Paris in like two days, and I feel like you yeah. got the gist of it. Yep, I think that I think that about most cities, though. Yeah, we were in when we went to Rome for our honeymoon. We were there for three days, and it was like a day too much. Was it? Yeah, mm. really. For for us, for what we were looking for. Now, granted, we were on honeymoon too, right? Yeah. Like we kind of wanted to relax a little bit, and mm-hmm. you certainly don't get that in, in Rome, right? Yeah. Right. Um, but it was cool to see everything. I would say we were never bored by any means. Uh, we were just kind of ready to keep going. I mean. The Colosseum is one of those things, right? Mm-hmm. Like being yeah, able I to see, see that. It. I haven't uh, done Italy Spanish yet. Steps, the Sistine Chapels, going to the Vatican, like yeah. all of that stuff is is awesome. Is really cool to see. Um, Danny, you would be in heaven. I mean, there's just pizza everywhere you turn around. <laughs> yeah, it's actually amazing how many European countries I've done, and Italy's not been one of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised by that. We actually. just never made it there when I lived abroad, and then when I did my most recent Europe trip, it was just Germany and Spain. So. Uh, what about you? Two weeks, money's no object. I'm probably spending a couple of days in the Alps skiing. Yep. Um, because I haven't been to Italy, I'd like to spend a couple of days there, do some pizza, do some Italian food, do some sightseeing. I'm like one of those people where I want to do like the um, the like popular touristy things just like once. Yeah, sure. And like the sh- the main things, just like you see them, um, like they're touristy for a reason, you know. Um. And then I would probably I would love I I've been to Germany but I haven't done Oktoberfest in Germany. Um, you, man, you're nailing like all my bucket list stuff. I know I, Europe's the thing for me that I I would like to do like three days of all of those things. So I'd probably want to do like a couple of days on the beach in Greece. Um, yeah, I and probably you know those are the four main things I think I'd like to do. I think if I could do like Oktoberfest in Germany like for a weekend. Ski in the Alps for a couple of days, uh, hit up some Italian food in Italy, uh, hang on the beach in Greece. Obviously, live very lavish if money's not an option. You know, uh, that's about it. I'm kind of like a chill traveler. I like, I like having three or four hours planned, but then just the rest of it being able to. Like, that's how I am. Walk around, yeah, yeah. Like, Wing it. hang in the community. You know, that was the coolest thing about me in Germany was. Uh, I did a couple of things during the day, but then I would just, like, hang out in bars, like, at night and kind of just talk to people who would talk to me and then people that wouldn't. That was fine, too. I brought my book around, so I was always having something to do. Yeah, I, I similar. I usually have, if we're going somewhere or doing something, there's usually, like, something centered in the middle of that trip. Yeah, you know? yeah, and then you plan around but it. then, But then I'm just kind of like, I don't, I'm not the guy. Like, for me, I live my life by my calendar. Right, right. I live I my mean, daily life by my calendar. When I'm on vacation, I don't want to have to look at my calendar. Yeah, there is right? there is a balance with that because when Haley and I went to Europe in 2017, I think 2017, yeah, um, that I think that, uh, it was during construction. It was, it was 2017. Yeah. Yep, yep. So um, it was the year before we opened. Yeah, yeah. So we we had a couple of locations planned, but that was really it. And we just had our our backpacks, our our hiking backpacks yeah. on. So. We were like, oh, it's going to be great because we're just going to completely go and figure it out when we're there. And we we knew, like, the train schedules and the stations that we were, you know, going to go to to go to a different area. But beyond that, that was that was really it. And it it's, sounds very sexy, and it is cool. 
But when you're, especially if you're hungover and you're trying to travel on train and, you know, you've got a 55 liter backpack on you and you're lugging it around and in the hot weather, it gets a little bit, a little bit, um, annoying. Yeah. So for sure, like, for sure. I would, I would have a little more of a balance of that next time. Uh, next time we go to Europe, at least have a little structure, a little bit you're, more. You gotta have yeah. like anchors, like. Well, and we did, but it was it was maybe not enough anchors. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun though. Yeah. I can understand that uh, almost becoming a burden, like a hindrance yeah. to to the to the value, right? Yeah. I actually, um, actually want to add to mine too. I okay. Think, I think I'd like to do like, uh, like Great Britain. Uh, Ireland, Scotland. Like, I, mm-hmm. I've been to those countries, but I wasn't able to drink yet. I think if I could, like, round out my trip, you know. So, start with the Alps, uh, Italian food, hang out in the... Well, Adrian. you're crunching a lot here into two weeks. Yeah. I know. I think I'm thinking two days in all of these places. Oh. Greece, oh. Oktoberfest, and then just, like, get drunk in the UK. Sounds great to me. I, uh, I, there are many things I want to see, right? So mm-hmm. it's easy. It's hard for me to give you just like one answer, mm-hmm. but I would definitely not want to just do two days. That's just not like me personally. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go somewhere for a week and, mm-hmm. and get bored, but just immerse myself. Right. Yeah, I feel that. Um, but like skiing in the, in the Swiss Alps is a bucket list for me. Absolutely. I will do that before I die. Same. Yeah. Um, I want to do it. I've told you guys this before, but I think maybe I haven't, um, a bucket list for me is uh, whitewater rafting the entire Colorado River. Yeah, you, talk, yeah, you yeah. have talked about that. Um, when you do that, I'm joining you. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to do that, right? I want to do um, – I would love to go up into Alaska and, like, just see that country. Um, I mean, know, meaning I, country of the land. I understand it's part of the U.S. I yeah. saw the look you gave me, Chase. No, I, no, I was, I was – <laughs> actually, I was just thinking, that, like, I was, there's no way in hell I would do that. But I was like, well, maybe if I strap myself on a Danny's back – that way, I won't drown and die. <laughs> See, I want to. I'm not a huge fisherman, uh, yeah. but I love the idea of fishing. Right? Yeah. If I went with somebody who knew what they were doing, I'd love to do like salmon fishing or something up there. Yeah, that'd be very. I mean, cool. Every time I see video, like Steve Otto does that every year, and when he shows photos of it, it's. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like I immediately have this feeling of man, I wish I could do that. I don't think I ever want to go on a cruise again, but I think the only exception was I've heard really good things Same. about the cruise to Alaska. Well, yeah, my my parents went to Skagway and they loved it and they want to do it again. And yeah, was, they said it was gorgeous. I'm yeah. not a big cruise guy, and we went on one. Liz and I went on one, and she got seasick the entire time. Ooh, so likely brutal. we'll never do it. Was it a smaller cruise? It or? was not massive. Um, it was not big. It was so you, smaller. You could feel it then? Mm-hmm. We could, yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. More yep. so like when you're in your cabin, you can feel yeah. it. Um, I did not love that. And it's, again, it depends where you're located too, I suppose. And, it, and it again, was... for, for me, I, I like, like what I like on vacation. I didn't love the idea of just like being in this boat. Right. Um, but I get it, right? I get, I get the value of it, the cool, the cool yeah. factor of it. Well, you can see a lot of countries too. That's right. There. Yeah. It was really fun as like a kid. Like, yeah. just being able to, like, eat and drink whatever I wanted, go and do, like, because, like, yeah. you know, it's it's hard when I, I think I was, like, I had to have been, I don't know, 11 or 12, maybe. It was, like, right when we came back from living abroad. And I basically just had free reign to do whatever I wanted. Uh-huh. Like, my parents are kind of doing their own thing. It's, like, go and go get into as much trouble as you want on a boat. They can't kick us off. So, yeah. like, I was just able to, like, do whatever I wanted, which was fun. And, like, we were able to get off at all the ports and stuff like that. But I don't know that the same appeal would be there as like an adult yeah i i also have this uh chase we were talking about this i have um two like really driving bucket list trips i would want to do 
uh, start at the the Pac Northwest, like Seattle area. Yeah. Rent a car and drive all the way down the coast. Yeah. Uh, down into like San Diego area. Yeah. Um, and then the same thing in Italy. Drive down the Amalfi Coast. Ooh, I was just going to Tijuana. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't I? Right. Yeah, right. Come on. <laughs> um, I also just like, I, and I know I will. I know we will do this one day. Chase, we talk about it all the time. I want to go to Germany and just explore Germany. Yeah. Um, that one, that for me is, I want to do Germany right though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to do two or three days and get out of there. Like I want to, yeah. I want to see Bomberg. I want to see the countryside. I want to see Munich and Berlin and all that and really spend like a week or two weeks just yeah. in Germany. You could easily do two weeks in Germany. Um, and this wouldn't be a beer podcast if we didn't uh, talk a little bit about beer, right? Yeah. Uh, By the way, I have a really fun podcast idea that the three of us should do here in a couple of weeks. Uh, grab our Oktoberfest, but then also get a bunch of um, international Oktoberfest-style yeah. beers, yeah. Marzins, Fest beers, you name it, and just kind of drink them, talk about it. I think that'd be really fun. We've yeah. got to do that with Chase. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that in a couple of weeks here. That'd be a ton of fun. But Every year, on one of my favorite Oktoberfests is the collaboration that Sierra Nevada does. Yep, with that a, one's always really good. A German brewery. I'm very partial to Eyinger. Theirs is okay. my favorite international that I think I've had. I'm trying to think, Chase, you, when we did that bracket a few years ago, we had a couple of the internationals in there. Didn't yeah. you guys say Juan Stefano won? Mm, no, I think it was actually Goose Island. Island. Goose Island yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. That is a good beer. And it was blind. Yeah, we didn't blind, know. This yeah. was before we obviously were yeah. open. It was 2018, I think. 2017. Yeah, 2017, sorry. yeah. Um, I, I always picked that one. I think Revolution was... doing really well as well. Yeah, it was, it was, I, I could tell that one was American because it was so bitter. But, yeah, yeah it, was, it was a good beer. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was well, um, well done. Sierra Nevada was, was one yeah. of them as well. But I think Eyinger was, like, third, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. I think the Vine Stefan did do so well, I think. Maybe had a little bit of I kind of agree. Yeah. I, I feel like I remember. Um, so, obviously, you this is going to be tough for you to answer because part of your trip would be going to, to wineries. Yeah. But what I was going to say is, if you're packing a style of beer on these trips, what are you drinking on these trips? Because to me, vacation beers hit different than just beers being at home. Right? You mean beer that we found over there? A style, just a style. If oh. you could find it, so I'll give you an example. Okay, uh, if I was if I was whitewater rafting the Colorado River the entire time, all I would want to be drinking would be like pilsners. Yeah, yeah I think I would. I would just slug, crush pilsners. I would all slug day. a thousand or Kolsch, caps. boss. Like, yeah, yeah, right, like. But but said differently, if I'm skiing in the Swiss Alps, I'm mm. probably bringing like a stout with me. Yeah, oh, I could see that. Right yeah. or or a flask. Right. <laughs> a flask, yeah. yeah. So so what about you, Danny? Like if you're so you you've mentioned you're going to 78 places in in 14 days. Yep. So yeah. what kind of beers are you drinking on this trip? Uh, that's a really good point. Um, do I get a different beer in every place? Sure. Get, go go back to if you can remember all of the places in which yeah. you told us you were going. Yeah, I'm probably doing I'm probably doing uh, probably a stout in the Alps. I like that idea. Uh, I'm probably doing light lagers in Italy and Greece. You know, hot weather, eating a lot of Peronis. Food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would do Peronis. Peronis fun. I haven't had a Peroni in a long. time. It's been a minute for me too. I probably would need to have another one to be confident in that answer, but. <laughs> Uh, I can make that happen for you if you want me to. I know. Next podcast, I'm giving you a Peroni. Sounds good. On air. Uh, I do love Italian-style Pilsners. Um, In Germany, I'm doing exclusively Oktoberfest. Okay. Um, 
And then... By the way, you, you said going to Oktoberfest. Dude, that's like a huge bucket list for me. Oh, it's also. probably number one for me. I, I understand I'm probably going to be annoyed after six or so hours of it. Just all those people in one enough. place. But I just feel like it's something you got to see. Yeah. Like, we're yeah. beer guys, right? Like, yeah. I just got to see it. Yeah. You've been, haven't you? To where? Sorry. To Oktoberfest? No. Did I've you been. go to a festival and you said there were people, like, arm wrestling and stuff? Yeah, they were arm wrestling. They were trying to arm wrestle me. I won. <laughs> was that just, like, at a... That was, that was actually... Weren't they, like, 12 years old? <laughs> no. Well, he was, like, 16 or 17, yeah. <laughs> but that was, at, that was at a Volksfest in Passau. Okay. Passau. Okay. Uh, I've been to a, a festival in Germany, but not Oktoberfest. Okay. You would go, though, right? Uh, Again, I know we both yeah. like hate the idea of 500,000 people, but I just yeah. got to see it. I mean, uh, yeah, it's a kind of a bucket list thing where we probably Same. try to time it into you know the schedule where we just are there for, for the day. and Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, it's not important to me to go. I'd rather go to the smaller town festivals sure. in, like, like in, at Paso and to Volksfest. I mean, it was a bigger festival, but uh, that was just a ton of fun. ton of fun. I can imagine. Yeah. That if you're listening to this, whoever you are over in Pasal, you sold me a beer because I did beat you in arm wrestling. <laughs> I I should have let him win though. He was in front of all his friends. You took him out in front of his friends. Yeah, and I wasn't polite about it. I just he probably deserved <laughs> it. He's <laughs> like, "You American? Yeah." He's like, you "Want to arm wrestle?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it for a beer." He's like, "Okay, okay." Could I guess I should know this? I don't. Can you drink beer in Germany at 16? Yeah. Yeah, they just don't care. I don't know what the pretty, drinking age is. I'm pretty sure it's is 16. Is there one? Uh, yeah, there is. I'm pretty sure it's 16. Yeah, it's, I know it's. Yeah, I was thinking 16 or 18. Yeah, it might be 18 now. I don't know. I think a lot of the UK countries are 18. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I also would like to golf in Ireland. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think that'd be sweet. Like a super green area. Ireland and I'd love fun. to see Guinness being made. Would be pretty sweet. I have been to the Guinness factory. I unfortunately had to have a Coke at the bar at the end, but my dad enjoyed the Guinness. <laughs> which which what? one? In uh, Dublin. Okay. Why, yeah. why did you give that look? Is that something you... When I said I'd like to see Guinness being made, you kind of did a... Oof. Oh, it's just... I've, yeah, they're... I mean, it's a huge, huge yeah. outfit. Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's, you know, a factory in Copenhagen, I believe. That's the one I'd want to go to. I think that's the most state-of-the-art... Oh, one, really? One of the most state-of-the-art breweries in the world. That's pretty cool. Seriously. The, mm. the Guinness, yeah. the Guinness yep. uh, production facility in Copenhagen. Yeah, my dad and I did the one in Dublin. And he did the whole, like, pouring a Guinness, yeah. like, class or whatever. That'd yeah. be cool. I think that'd be cool to see. Yeah. Um, all right, so you, so you had already mentioned you would be drinking wine at wineries. <laughs> but if you had to, if you had to uh, veer over into beer during your countryside France jaunt. Is there any good beer that comes out of France? Uh... I don't know. Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of either. They probably. Don't even, I mean, that was like I was in Spain for ten days a couple of years ago, and I like gave up on the idea of drinking beer after like yeah. twelve hours. I was like, yeah. I'm going to exclusively do like sangria, wine, and mojitos for the rest of this yeah. trip. That's how like Switzerland was as well. Yeah. There's no cr- no decent beer at all. Yeah. In um, Switzerland. Yeah. I remember you saying that yeah. everything was expensive and they didn't have good beer. Yeah. <laughs> everything was expensive, but it's beautiful, beautiful country. Um, yeah, I'd probably drink, uh, I mean, for, for that occasion, I'd probably have Rattler. Okay. That way I can just have, you know, have a beer in the morning and like lemonade. Mm, yeah. I love a good Rattler. Yeah, probably classic throwback Chase, what Rattler. is your, what is your distinction of Rattler versus Shandy? I was trying to look it up the other day and couldn't really find a solid answer. Uh, yeah, I guess, I mean. 
The only Ra- thing that I really saw was that like shandies are technically like lemonade, and then all the other fruit juice mixtures are Rattlers. But like I also found conflicting answers to that. Yeah, I think I think the origin of Rattler was perhaps grapefruit. I think it, it it's rather means uh, I think rider. It's it's because bicyclists were drinking that, Rattler. That's I what think I that's think of when I think of Rattler, but it's just because of Steigel. That, that yeah, I think it's Steigel, right? Yeah, that yeah. Brand. I actually had one of those the other day. They're really good. It is very good. They're impossible to get drunk off of. But. Yeah, well, it's like four <laughs> percent like or something. No, I think it's like two something. It's low. Yeah, yeah. It's low. Um, yeah, so that's a classic Riddler, uh, uh, Rattler. Uh, usually it's right around, like, I mean, I mean, back in the day it was probably like 1% to 2% when they actually started making it for yeah. bicyclists to, to, to consume. Um, but I now did not know that that was kind of the origin of it. Yeah, I did not know that. I'm pretty sure, because Rattler means rider, so I'm pretty sure that it's driven from the bicyclists, obviously, because, okay. you know, bicycling is super popular in, in Germany and most of Europe. Um but as far as between the, the shanty and the Rattler, I think the Rattlers usually should be traditionally lower uh, ABV. Shanty, in my head, has a lot more uh, wheat to it. Okay. Uh, where the oh, Rattler wouldn't need it. Um, more of a, you know, more of a, uh, a, really more of a cream ale base gotcha. uh, to the uh, uh, shanty. Um, and when I think of shanty, I think of Lineys. Yeah. Shanty. Yeah. I, mean, I love Lining Cool Yeah, as long as, we're, as long as we're keeping on the theme of calling... Uh, Calling name to large large breweries. Yeah, yeah. Danny loves Line and Kugel sh- Summer Shandy. My friends and I, like when we go camping in the summer, we just like go to Party Source and get any beer that is even remotely summery. And Line and Kugel Summer Shandy is always part of that. And then I just end up drinking all the shandies. <laughs> <laughs> they're so good. Yeah. yeah, they're good. Now they have a ton of different flavors, right? It's not. Yeah, just I think they have like a grapefruit one and like a lime. one. I think even stuff. an orange or something. Yeah, I, that makes sense. I, I'm just a sucker for the lemon one. Have you ever been up there, Chase? Yeah, you have to yeah, the it facility. Was, it was. Uh, I think it was actually maybe the same year, or the year after they were acquired by uh, Miller. Okay, I knew they were owned by Mass Production, mm-hmm. but I didn't know it was Miller. I knew it was. I knew it was one of those. Yeah, I knew it wasn't InBev, and I knew it was Mass. I just didn't know who. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what's that operation like? That's got to be insane, right? What part of Wisconsin is it? Chippewa Falls. Okay. How far is that for context? How far is that from Madison? Uh, I think maybe like three hours. Okay. North, north right? Yeah, north. East, oh, I cool. think. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I mean, uh, I actually went to uh, 2012. I went to the Master Brewers Association uh, course in Madison, and I actually... Did the course with um, Jacob Leinenkugel. Okay. So that was, he was super down to earth. Was a lot he? of fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was, he was like, hey, I'm, I'm Jacob Leinenkugel. Yeah, I'm a Leinenkugel. Like, <laughs> I've been working on the marketing side, but I, you know, I just want to learn more about the brewing process. So I'm going to be in this course for two weeks. And he was just super down to earth. Super, super cool guy. That's, That's pretty sweet. cool. Mm-hmm. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So there's two, right? Two Leinenkugel brothers. Right? Yeah. Jacob and. John, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's John because I, I, I vaguely remember making the joke every time the radio commercial would come on. It's like, when John and Jacob Leinenkugel started, whatever. Uh, and I always, 
I always had John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt in the back of my mind. <laughs> oh gosh, those commercials like work for me. Like where like, do they? Yeah. Oh yeah. They come on and I'm instantly like thirsty for a wine and cooking. Oh, you're a marketing guy. Uh, I mean, some. I, I mean, mean, I'm always. I always joke that like Chipotle does that for me too. Like I get like the random like Chipotle sponsored ad on Instagram, and it's like now all I can think about for the next like two hours. Yeah, like, you motherfucker, that ad worked. <laughs> <laughs> Unspecified taco joint always does that for me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, stuff. Mm. You definitely can't follow them on social media. No. And now they're talking about nacho fries being back. Ooh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> You're laughing at me. Have you had them? Yeah. I, my niece's got them. I, I didn't care for them. I don't believe you. I, I did. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe anybody could have them and actually not like them. Don't believe you. <laughs> cheese snob. Mm. Well, yeah, I don't dip them in the cheese. Oh. I just eat them plain. Oh, so are they just fries then at that point? <laughs> I mean, that's the most fair question that's ever been asked on this podcast. Why wouldn't you dip them in the cheese? Because the cheese sucks. Yeah. So then, yeah, you are just eating fries. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> but they have a flavor to them that makes them right. taco-like. I feel like. Yeah, I guess I just remember the cheese not being good, and that kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> Sounds like you guys had two different experiences. Yeah. Me, I'll order them again if I ever go back. <laughs> Deck on it. I don't like that that just happened. You're right, though. You know, Taco Bell is, is a great... Um, Unspecified taco joint? Yeah. It's, it's a great outlet for being a vegetarian, though. I will say that. That's true. I mean, you can get anything they have on the menu and just substitute with black bean. It's great. That's, that's true. Like, I mean, they're... I guess I didn't realize that. You could substitute anything, anything. for black yeah. bean. Yeah. I knew the, the black... Dude, I will randomly get the black bean quesarito instead of yeah. instead of meat. Um, huh. That's good. Yes, I never thought about that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, all right. Anything else uh, as we... Before we get into our last segment here, anything else about this beer or vacation beers uh, to bring up? No, I... Uh this is our second release of Bella. It's a really great beer. Um, it's available now, um, and it will be hitting your favorite beer spot by the time this podcast comes out. Um, so if you're on the shelves, give it a try. I promise you'll like it. It's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, I stand behind this one for sure. I stand behind all of our beers, but this is my favorite sour beer. I think it's just that's the state that you stand behind. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chase, it's it's in your top five of thirty beers as well. <laughs> yeah, top five of thirty beers. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's my favorite fruited sour beer. Oh, it is. Okay. Okay. Uh, Danny, let's hit the last segment. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Here tonight I'm wondering. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Is it a cover band in some college town bar where it's not What you got, Danny? Kick us off. Um, another song found on TikTok. Oh, boy. Uh, not popular on TikTok, just a song I found when I was scrolling. Okay. Uh, Rent Free by Dalton Malden. It's more in my wheelhouse of, like, the Quinn 92 stuff, uh, the Jeremy Zucker kind of. Who, who is it? Uh, I had never heard of this guy until I found him on TikTok. It's called Dalton Malden. It's, uh, again, it's like one of those dudes where I think this song has, like, under 100,000 listens on Spotify. Not a very big artist, but a really good song. So I'm happy to pump them on here to the people that listen to this podcast. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, Chase, what about you? Uh, on the way in, uh, Lucas Nelson, um, I think it's uh, Find Yourself, okay. uh, was playing, and I really dig that song. Um, I don't know that one. You never, what? You never heard that song? I don't think so. You, well, you've heard it downstairs for sure. They, they Have play. I probably heard it and don't realize what it is? Well, it's, it's, it's Willie's son, Lucas Nelson in the Promised Land, uh, okay. I think. Um, and, that's, and Promise of the Real? That's it. Yeah, yeah. Promise of the okay. Real. Okay. We'll outro with it. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll say at that time whether or not I've... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good song. Oh, he's coming to Cincy, I think, pretty soon, too, by the way. Lucas Nelson is? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't know him until until you had brought him up in the past. Yeah, Matt actually introduced him to me. when we, I was training him on tap lines. Uh, that, was, that was a couple years ago, I guess, now. But, yeah. Really? Yeah, never nice. since then. I've been hooked on him. Um, John Mayer recently re- released a new album. That guy doesn't miss. No. The whole album. So the good. whole album is insane. Um, but the song Shot in the Dark uh, okay. from that album, I've been listening to a lot. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a weird album, I feel like. Um, Is that a Bon Jovi song? Oh, Shot Through the Heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Close. <laughs> I can understand the confusion, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting album because it, it kind of like ebbs and flows. It's, a, it's, it's one of those where you have to like kind of listen to the whole album. Absolutely. Each it's, song tells kinda, a story. It kinda, the whole, each song kind of stands alone, but like I think listening to the whole album like through is kind of an experience it's an album too that i can kind of play while i'm i'm like mindlessly doing something on my computer like yeah. a project or, or like sifting through and then then like randomly a song will come on that stops me and that's how i know that i like that one more mm. than maybe another is it more like acoustic Con- yeah slower or? slower okay. yeah yeah um less you know it's not certainly not like a rock and roll album by yeah. any means yeah. um it's a little more somber. Like he, kids on the rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he, in a couple of the songs, he actually, like, I mean, he writes his music, right? So a couple of them are like, man, somebody broke this guy's heart. It's pretty, I mean. I think he's breaking a lot of people's hearts. Well, I don't, I don't think anyone's going to argue that for you. Yeah. Uh, what a guy, that John Mayer. Lives a life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's hear this Lucas Nelson song. I don't, I don't know if I know it. Oof, I love this style of music, though. I think I need to hear him start singing before I know if I've heard this or not. Matt was playing some old school rock a couple days ago last week. Loved it. You can tell it's uh, Willie's son, too. He's got that twang, yeah. but not as much, which I appreciate. Nasal. Well, I don't mind sleeping alone. Sounds like Willie Nelson. Yeah, I can get down to this. Well, hey, thanks, guys. That was fun. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, thanks, guys. For the record, I don't know that I know this, but I dig it. Okay, I don't, like, I'm sure I've heard it. It doesn't ring a bell, though, but I dig it. Cheers, guys. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, y'all. Well, I ain't gonna let it slide.